0: Tuesday with Smash
1: Africa on Five nights. Five FM. Every Tuesday we have something called Relationship Tuesday, and for the month of June we've had our lavish series focus on friendships. And uh, tonight we are focusing on communication and social media. And uh, part of uh, my guest tonight, I've got Shirley, registered counsellor who focuses on relationships, and Sean. He's a uh, he's a senior social worker and an employee at uh, who's a wellness specialist. And our guest for this evening is Edda, who uh, co- concludes our panelist for this month. Thank you so much, um, ladies and gent, for joining. Um, how are you doing this evening?
0: Hi. Good evening. Hi, everybody. And hi, goodness.
1: The impact uh, of, of communication between friends, right? Mm and the importance of it. How do we unpack it for everyone who's listening right now?
0: Okay, I think the 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 most important is firstly knowing thyself. So having the emotional maturity, right? And understanding mm. that communication is key in terms of any relationship, even friendship. So this is where when I say, you know, know thyself, you need to first be self-aware and be able to regulate yourself, regulate your emotions so that you don't impose yourself or want to change your friend in terms of whatever might be going on that needs to be communicated. So it's important, you know, in terms of maintaining the friendship, defining the friendship and then taking it from there.
1: Mm. Sean I want to bring you in here a lot of people are still trying to know themselves um, what is the likelihood of someone who knows themselves to try and impose themselves on someone who's figuring out themselves
2: yep. Ooh. yeah. That's, that's, that's a deep one uh, <laughs> but, but it happens um, mm-hmm. I think the most important thing that we need to understand is that Self-awareness is the only tool that we have as people that we can use to understand who we are, our fears, um, the strengths that we have, as well as the talents and abilities that we have. So in the event Mm -hmm. that you're dealing with somebody that's also still trying to figure out who they are, I would want to believe that if you're a genuine person and you're a genuine friend towards that person, you should actually be trying to help them on their journey of self-discovery as well as self-awareness, rather than trying to impose yourself on them. So the second you find yourself over exerting your will over another person to the detriment of that person's psychological well-being, then automatically it means you need to stop. If you're a genuine mm-hmm. friend who's not disingenuous, then your role is to aid your friend. If you see that they're struggling with self-awareness, bring them into an awareness of self the same journey that you undertook you are in a position to hold their hand and empower them mm. Mm. Sure.
1: I like that I really like mm. that that's why I threw that question at you Sean <laughs> hi um i got
3: to
1: i got to speak to you about like your friendship circles how, how big or how small
2: are they
3: Oh, my God. I literally always say I don't have friends because I barely have mm. friends. I think I don't throw the word friend around too loosely. Um, someone mm-hmm. as a friend obviously has to meet certain criteria for me to consider them that. So I probably have about four or five actual friends. And then I've got people mm. that are acquaintances and we're cool. You know, it's very small. Mm. safer for that way.
1: Let's go. Let's focus on the four or five friends. Um, mm-hmm. It's like your emotional maturity amongst the group of friends. Like, how does it fare? I, would you consider yourself emotionally immature or mature uh, with your friends? Because you can only speak for yourself. I don't want you to speak for others who are not here.
3: Okay. Um, I would say that I am, I, I am relatively mature because I think a lot mm-hmm. of... 2020, getting myself together and understanding myself. So I'm not projecting any of my emotions and feelings onto other people. So, I'd like to think mm. that I'm mature in that manner, but obviously, still growing every day. So, compared to someone that's been well versed in who they are for longer than I have, I'm probably immature, you know. But for mm. myself, I feel relatively mature.
1: Um, Shirley and Sean, this is for both of you guys, and can you please uh, try and summarize this one? What are the signs of emotional uh, immaturity?
2: Maybe let's start by zoning in on what emotional maturity entails. So Mm -hmm. emotional maturity Mm. entails the ability to manage your emotions regardless of the circumstances that you find yourself in. So it's in essence the ability to navigate your entire emotional spectrum taking responsibility for how you feel about yourself, about others, as well as the world around you. Um, And Mm. signs of somebody that's emotionally immature then automatically becomes um, somebody that fails to take responsibility for their actions. So if we're in a friendship and maybe you are uh, approached and they say to you, well, we're not quite happy with ABCD, which you did the last time we went out then you should then be in a position to listen to what they're saying, respectfully agree or disagree with them, and then take responsibility for whatever it is that you did or the pain that you caused. The second you find yourself pointing fingers at everybody else um, other than yourself, that's likely to be a sign of emotional oh immaturity. Um, and mm. I think that somebody who's also emotionally mature um, should have healthy boundaries in place, We are empathetic, we communicate clearly with our friends, with the people around us. We're able to own our mistakes, we're not afraid to be vulnerable, and for me that's a big one. (laughs) If somebody is Mm -hmm. your friend, but they're unable to be vulnerable with you, they might actually be an indication that there's some level of emotional immaturity there. So there should be respect as well. Um, One ought to be also clear on their thoughts, Um, and a lot of empathy is required. But again, I want to reiterate, it's important that we have healthy boundaries in place. Emotional maturity for me is also exhibited by the ability to have uncomfortable conversations with friends. Um, If you are Mm. unable to have an uncomfortable conversation with your friend, then maybe your level of um, emotional maturity needs to be checked, or that particular friend's level of emotional maturity needs to be checked, because as we all know, uh, it can't always be sunshine and roses and ice cream dates, etc. Sometimes there will be difficulties like what we're going through currently, where the whole world is going through collective grief. Uh, people have lost family members, friends, colleagues, people have lost jobs, income, opportunities as well. So, are we able to have conversations? Are we able to be present for each other at a time like this? Are we able to serve as a support system to each other that's um for me an indication of emotional maturity
1: yeah. shirley um yeah, now having uncomfortable conversations is also unpacking this and figuring yeah. out where you are what's the best way to approach and an effective way of having these conversations when one is met with someone who could be emotionally immature or B- both parties are emotionally immature but like here's an uncomfortable conversation <laughs> that needs sorry. to be had yeah that, the best way to approach me. uncomfortable uh, uncomfortable conversations
0: I think you know like Sean said it, it, it's got to do with a lot of empathy right and um, you need to be honest right and you know because friendship is built around that honesty authentic, uh, authenticity and trusting each other and I think You know, having the timing, asking yourself questions first, you know, to say, I'm going to have this conversation with this individual. Do I actually understand where they're coming from? Um, What kind of questions do I want to ask them? Am I going to, again, impose my thoughts? Am I going to bring statements to, 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 to the conversation? Or am I actually going to ask questions so that I get to better understand, you know, whatever it is that I'm concerned about? Um, in terms of having this uncomfortable conversation. You know, is it their behavior? Um, Is it the way they're acting uh, lately? You know, and I think also listening and staying calm. And it goes back to empathy. Understanding, getting to understand the reason why this person is behaving the way that they are and how to approach the situation again without having to project what you feel they ought to behave like. Tuesday with Smash Africa on Five
1: um, Ida, so when it comes to talking to your friends, uh, do you speak to them about everything? Before the break, I broke it down nicely. How do you go about sharing what you are going through?
3: Um, there are certain things that I'm really comfortable with sharing, um, like small things, you know, like, oh, I want to get this phone or anything uh, like that. And then there are certain Mm. things that I just, I speak to my mom about and I speak to my sister about. And that's that. Like my future plans or money issues. I I don't share any of that with anyone outside of my mom and my sister. And then Mm. there are those friends where I speak about like my my emotional relationships with people or my relationship with like my boyfriend. I have a best friend. So I speak to her about that. But I, I would say I keep things to myself as much as I possibly can. I feel safer that way mm.
1: Mm. i was about to ask you why is that
3: <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i think it's, it's, you have to be very careful with what you what you manifest and what you want to put in the world and and how much of that you share. I think it's better to share your things after they've, they've already happened rather than, mm. you know, speaking them into the universe with too many ears listening before it happens. You don't mm. want to count your eggs before they hatch now. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and also, let's, let's talk about the term. Um, and when I say the term, the, the, like how long you've been friends with these people. Um, does time influence what you can share with them?
3: absolutely i've been bitten in the butt way too many times because i'm way too trusting with people so now i am in a place where how long we've known each other will definitely you know say how much we speak about but even if we know each other for a long time i'm still careful you know i have like i said i have Mm -hmm. a best friend and we've been best friends for over 11 years and she is my my go-to and that's about it anyone Mm -hmm. else no thank you
1: Mm. sean i gotta Mm -hmm. bring you in here um when we deal with friendship split ups within a group yes it's nice because you know when we're (laughs) squaw 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 you know (laughs)
2: yeah
1: (laughs) how do we go about communicating in such a way that avoids being seen as choosing as like the other crew or, or other crew members over another crew members Yeah.
2: Well, um, we must understand that there will always be subgroups within a group, right? So we can Mm. be friends. Maybe you and I become friends because probably we both live in the East Strand. And then by chance, we happen to be friends somebody that lives in the West Strand. And because Mm. you have ease of access to me, it would seem as though we are friendly towards each other a lot more than we are to the guys in the West Strand. But I think what's important is that we need to have um, shared communication at all times. So how do we keep in touch with each other? Um, Is that communication portal open to everybody? Does everybody have access to that? Um, At the same time, we should then be able to look at how often do we meet up? Where do we meet up? Do we have the same goals? Do we have the same interests? Does everybody feel that they are included in this? Um, communication that we're using but also in whatever interests that we share as a group is everybody covered are we all covered do we find that our interests are promoted by being a part of this group or do we feel as though we're being sidelined so that's Mm. what's important clear communication openness transparency at all times
0: should i add their objectivity as well no 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 i'm to not gonna i'm not i'm
1: not gonna allow you to add first i want you <laughs> okay. to to hear because <laughs> because if you add first you might you might just throw off what i'm about to ask okay now, cool. with what uh, sean just mentioned right the oh. west and the east or you know proximity and all of that friendship mm-hmm. interventions are also a real thing yeah right Um, When one feels like, yo, we need to sit down this one friend for whatever reason, how is the best way of having these interventions? And and in a way that doesn't look like we are ganging up on one friend who's from the West or from the East. And then you can add on to um, Sean's thing.
0: Well, it answers the question anyway, in addition. So so, so you read my mind. Okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. good, good. <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> it's exactly that. It, it, it's, being, it, it, it's being objective, right? We have to be objective and we need to be honest. And I think, you know, with the West and the East, it, um, you need to ask yourself, which part are you in? And how long have you known that individual? Are you just going to go jump in because there's an intervention, right? And, mm. you know... Um, is is your say going to make a difference or not in that human's life, right? And I think the same principles as having uncomfortable conversations with the one friend would apply here as well, right? Um, Is to say, what have we noticed? What has changed? This person, you know, is doing this and that behavior has changed. So we need to avoid, again, statements and accusations. Yeah, you did this then, and now this and that and that. Um, It's about how you feel, Right, helping the person mm. understand this is how you make me feel. So we go back to empathizing and being assertive, right? To say, understand what you might be going through. Um, I'm going to obviously need you to help me understand it. And I'm going to help you understand what I'm also going through, right? Timing is also important, right? Not just in, in, in it, like, and then here you are. when I smash Right, this is what you're mm. doing. Or mm. smash, we think, you, no, you need timing. You need to find the place and again like sean said in the beginning and what we've been preaching emphasize, 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 and be honest make it fruitful because the minute you start with statements and accusations then it's going to be a fruitless exercise the person is also going to be defensive and what you're trying to put across or how you're trying to help the individual is, is not going to come across
1: Tuesday with Smash Africa on 5 nights. Now Ida I wanted to know from you uh, have you had a situation where you and your bestie We're not talking to each other. And what was the reason for that?
3: I want to give you the spice I do, but the truth is, no, we've never gone a month.
1: No, your friend called you while we were listening to the song. He said, Don't you dare. Don't don't you dare. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Come and tell you, the one thing my best friend and I do very well is communicate. We Mm. constantly, and and we Uh. listen to each other with this very open mind, you know. So there was only Mm. a time Mm. once where we both thought we were mad at each other and we didn't see each other for about a week and a half probably almost two weeks and when we saw each other it was like are you mad at me no i thought you were mad at me oh so we good okay we good that's the worst yeah we we honestly we have an open 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 relationship with with each other we share everything so we're good yeah (laughs) that's really that's really beautiful
1: Do you do you know um, where you get that quality from because it sounds like someone who's got a pot plant and they know every Wednesday they got to water that plant, whether there's water or not. (laughs) Do you know where you, you get that from, Edda?
3: Um, honestly I can't take the credit. My best friend is a better friend than I am. So she's the one that's very patient Aww. with me. Mm, man. Yeah, she's very patient with me. I am a in your face kind of person and I'm confrontational where she's just like, Okay, you being crazy right now, I'm gonna let it go. You know, so she's she uh, she gets all that credit, not me. <laughs> I,
1: I, I hope your best I. friend is not me. Yeah, no, I definitely need your your best friend as a friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I can't not do that. <laughs> you know what I No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, I got to bring you in. Um, how do you think social media can help friendships uh, from a communication perspective?
2: In the times that we're living in, where we're living under lockdown regulations, uh, lockdown level four regulations where we can't exactly meet up with um, friends and family as often as possible. Social media then becomes that great medium that makes it possible for us to connect um, as easily as possible. I can send a DM, I can send a text, we can have a Zoom session even as friends, Um, so we can regularly conduct check-ins on each other. And it's also important that Um, At a time like this where everybody is going through difficulties, you maintain that communication. So in that way, social media then becomes a very important tool that you can actually use to maintain a friendship. The communication that we're speaking about is made a lot easier by the various tools that are there with regards to social media. Mm, mm. Mm.
1: Shelley, I, I had to throw you with this one. Um, how, how do you think social media can hurt friendships from Maybe a communication TV. perspective?
0: You put me in the negative. I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: think mm. from from a, a, at this point in time. So let's say um, you know pre-COVID, um, it, it 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 can hurt friendship because we lose the physical. You know, um, connection. We lose that um, physical, emotional support. And I think um, uh, as we started, uh, Sean touched on it to say, you know, people have lost people. We used to going, you know, do do, going there, giving people hugs. So, Social media now can make people even petty. I think it hurts friendship because then there's that um, lack of authentic communication um, in a sense that now if I didn't tell, say, Eda about um, something, but then she sees it on my timeline or on my Insta story, then it becomes, oh, now why did I, why did, did I not know about that? You know what I mean. So mm, I think, to uh. a certain extent, pre-COVID, um, you know, you lose that 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 connection. The old school. Let's meet up. Let's have a drink. Let's talk. You know. Now it's 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 it, it's it's making it lose that you know, like I said, that old school, right? Yes, I'm gonna watch up mm, you, it's mm. not the same. Yes, I'm gonna see your Insta stories, it's not the same. But when we meet up, we're able to catch up properly, we give each other hugs. So there's that physical, emotional um, connect that is there with regards to then, you know, maintaining the friendship without social
1: media. Mm. Last but not least, this is to Sean and you, Shirley. Uh, you guys can answer this question. Um, <clears throat> A friend is going through something they go on social media and they sub this other friend meaning they're not communicating clearly about what's got them disgruntled or what the grievance is instead they go on social media and talk about it to the world Mm -hmm. um is this i don't think it's obviously the best way to deal with issues with friendships but how what is the best way for the person who feels subtweeted Mm -hmm. should go about engaging this person who went on to take it out there in public view without even tagging them to speak directly to them so now this is for someone who feels like i've been Subtweeted, tweeted how dare they subtweet me?
2: So, so <laughs> the best way for them. When your friend chooses violence, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and, and they, they um, hang your dirty linen in public for everybody to see. I think that the first yeah. thing is, do not ever engage somebody on a um, public platform and try and go into a debate on what they're saying, what they're feeling, etc. I think if you're interested in maintaining the um, relationship, I would advise that you contact them privately. Let's have a mm-hmm. discussion mm-hmm. about it. Unless if they are unwilling to meet up with me so that we discuss whatever it is that they are unhappy about, um mm-hmm. and whatever it is that they feel I've done. So we shouldn't minimize how that person feels, but also I wouldn't expect that a friend of mine who has access to me because for me that's part of how we define friendship. It's about giving mm-hmm. access to an individual so if you have access to me i don't expect to see you subbing me on a whatsapp status or (laughs) on twitter or on facebook (laughs) 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 i
3: would would expect that we have a rapport we have
2: a good relationship so you have the ability to pick up the phone or to text me And to speak to me on a one-on-one basis. So I would say then, don't make it worse by engaging them on a public platform because we've Mm. seen it happening. Relationships have ended because the one friend posts something, the other friend seems feels attacked. They um, reiterate, or, or rather, they reciprocate, and they engage in that discourse in public. And then it doesn't end well because remember on Twitter, on Facebook, on social media, there are people that are spoiling for fights every day. So the second they see, Mm. oh, um, this person is fighting with that person. I mean, we can even see it with our celebrities or or our personalities in this country where the one party posts one thing and then people intentionally tag the other party that they feel (laughs) is being sucked, you know, just so Mm. there's that war that goes on. So we need to be careful about that. If it's your friend... Do not engage them in the, on that public platform. Maybe they were thing they couldn't uh, find a proper way of dealing with it. So let's engage privately. Let's deal with it privately.
0: Yeah, give them the yeah. platform, allow them to feel and express. But um, if you feel that you're a bit then just do it privately. Call them and say, "Hey, buddy, I see you posted this. Does it have anything to do with?" You know what we were discussing earlier on, or what happened last week. Do you know what I mean? And then, and then you Mm. take it from there.
1: Yeah. That's
0: that's emotional. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you so yeah. much. Uh, I really appreciate your insights. Thank you to Shirley. Thank you to Sean. Edda, yeah. ah, you and your best friend should have been on the radio together, but next you time know, you should have
3: invited us. We're
0: available.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking I should just do a special for you and your friend. Though. Please, let us you know. <laughs> <this message>. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate your insight and your input on this conversation. Thanks oh, for yeah,
0: pleasure. Thank, Thank you
2: for so having nice. nice. Stay safe.
0: Tuesday with Smash Africa on Five Nights, 5FM.